0: Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. The professional staff with over 185 years of experience will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com dvcrentalstore.com and Monerafinancial.com and tell them the Mickey dude sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie cooketeers. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions over your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's mickey dudes
1: podcast here's your master of ceremonies hello humans. hello humans and welcome to another episode of the mickey dudes podcast i'm your host dave koch coming to you from beautiful orlando florida right around the corner from the mouse and joining me today are two mickey dude co-host up in buffalo new york we have Chuck Fitzgerald.
2: Besides, her so tourists, what do they know? I
1: think that's what Chapek is uh, using as his uh, new mantra.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah.
1: And also, coming to us from Florida is our uh, another amazing Mickey Dude co host, Joe Quachochi.
0: Caution runners, speed bumps ahead.
1: Joseph, you just came back from marathon weekend. How was it?
0: It was good, uh, Dave. It was good. Uh, you know, the weather was pretty good, except it got a little bit warm for the marathoners uh, on Sunday. You no, know, around 10, 11 o'clock in the afternoon, it was starting to get a little bit warm. I was uh, actually warm walking around Hollywood Studios, so imagine uh, being... Uh, out in a marathon course that late at day. It probably wasn't the most comfortable, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, can't complain. You know, the expo was good. Uh, you know, the medals were great this year. A lot of them were spinners. Uh, nice, actually really heavy, at high-quality stuff. Uh, decent characters on the course. You know, Dave, you're a big fan of that. Uh, yep. One of the one of the better characters I've seen, Dave, and I, and I just wanted to throw this out to you there, uh, not to jump into Run Disney too often, but uh, running through Liberty Square, they had a Colonial Mickey, and I don't remember... Ever seen Colonial Mickey out on the marathon course? That so was kind of a interesting character uh, costume Oh, th- to see. they had him. Yep, they had him out in front oh, of uh, Hall of Presidents.
1: Oh, okay. You see, when I saw that picture, I I assumed that that was an Epcot. I had thought that I I had thought the way he was the way he was positioned. I thought that was the American Adventure. But no, no, that
0: was it. Uh, makes sense. It makes Hall sense that it
1: would be in uh, Hall of Presidents now. So.
0: Yeah, but oh, it was well. uh, it w- it was good, man. You know, I will say one thing, Dave. And you've done the half, and I know a lot of our listeners have done a lot of the races. You know, running through Epcot, with the walls like it ah, it's just it's there's it a couple of times you're running like you're kind of hugging the walls, running through an old future. I was world gonna now. say, did
1: you? So I was signed up to do the half, and I just you know for health reasons, I just wasn't ready to do it this time. So I actually I gracefully bowed out, but I was kind of regretting that. Uh, did you feel like you were running through a maze when you got to that section?
0: Yeah, a little bit, because in past years, Dave, the, the courses kind of remained the same. And because of the construction, uh, they it was Epcot was a little different. You you really didn't run through any parts. Uh, you didn't run through a lot of I keep saying future world, man. I, I can't. What is it? World's uh, celebration no, it's, it's or future wall, discovery? Joe, future walls, future, future wall.
1: Walls. It's but, like some uh, na- neighborhoods, is something I like that. Yeah, now, still, I've, no. I've, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's going to take a while to get used to. Yeah, so, but, but it f- was. Bro- hang on, hang
2: on, Joe. I, before I don't mean to interrupt you, but I do. Before no, we get right, too right. far away, I I do have a complaint. So, your complaint was about it being too warm, right? No, no, I, I didn't. No, it was fine for me. I said for the, marathoners well, on for the co- marathon. Well, you're not complaint, but like yeah. loosely used complaint. Correct. Yes. Okay, so when I got out of work this morning, it was one, not one a.m. One degree. One
1: degree. No, and, not and, Celsius.
2: And, and chuckles. Fahrenheit. I understand that.
0: And listen, if somebody who lived in New Jersey and lived in Michigan for a while, I get Listen, you, I get, get that. I know oh, I, yeah, no way. But for, and Dave can understand this as somebody who's run a marathon as well. Like when it's 75 degrees, 80 degrees for a marathon, that's hot, dude. That's not yeah, good, that Yeah, so. that
1: and that will zap your energy. And yeah. as a matter of fact, run Disney was so concerned about that because that happened a few years ago and, and runners were dropping left and right on the course that they actually, uh, they actually pushed the uh, marathon start up a little bit. And there were a whole bunch of people that started a half hour earlier than they were intending. And I think that they you know, there was, there was even signs in Epcot that uh, runners were expected to end around one o'clock. The marathon ended like at 1215 or so. So they actually want, they actually, uh, tried to do bright by their runners by starting a little earlier I mean it kind of been, it might have been a little disturbing for the people who are running a bit late because you know there's that little extra pressure but they actually push people through the course earlier so that it the heat wouldn't be as much of a problem with them so I got to give run Disney their kudos on that one I was I was out cheering for a whole bunch of uh, people that I care about on the marathon course at that time and it, it you know at, towards the end you can definitely you could definitely see Uh, Some people are starting to get affected by the heat towards the towards the last back of the Packers, which I'm always in.
0: Yeah, but it was it was a a good weekend. Like I said, Dave was out there cheering. Uh, You know, we met up with a lot of our friends, uh, David and Eileen Lawrence, uh, you know, Florence Porter, obviously big listeners of the show. We met some other a lot of our friends over the uh, BOGP gang. Uh, We know a lot of the lizards over there, as well as the Disney dad sorcerers and resort blocketeers, all of our run Disney community running teams that we all know people from and love. Uh, it was fun. I always call Marathon Weekend, Dave. It's like a homecoming. Uh, it's the granddaddy. Yeah, it's-, it's the gra- it's the granddaddy of all weekends. I mean you still have your Princess Weekend. You still have your springtime surprise. You've got your wine and dime but Marathon Weekend's the granddaddy of them all. I call it a homecoming weekend. Uh, it's my favorite Yeah it's it's it's-, it's, a, it's my favorite. It's my favorite weekend. It's actually my favorite weekend of for the whole year to visit Walt Disney world your mother is usually really good you're there for a purpose everybody's excited the families are excited you know and uh, it, you know it's just it's a fun
1: weekend the energy isn't the energy is just uh, you know it's palpable and honestly I'm gonna say it's actually one of my favorite weekends of the of the year because I get to see so many people that I've come to love and respect and it just just to actually just be in their presence at that point it's just it, it it's just smiles all around I, I I, you know, I I look at these. I, I look I look at it as uh, seeing uh, seeing extended family almost. Yeah. So it was I have a another good time.
2: complaint. Sure. Chuckles. Go ahead. Um. So you did mention homecoming weekend, basically, right? At, like marathon weekend uh, being a homecoming weekend for for those of you guys in the run. We then eat there, No. Well, no. We but it. if you do re- recall, and this showed up on my Facebook memories, I think it was. <laughs> Three or four years ago, uh, my wife and the two of you knuckleheads went out to homecoming while I was stuck back up here in Buffalo, as I have almost always been. Um, yeah,
1: you know what? Come to think of it, yeah, really fun. Yeah, I don't, man, I it, was, it was. It was. That was a fun night, and it was also a fun night just drinking and laughing at you. The fact that you weren't there, and actually just having a laugh at your expense. Right. No, I let's actually further, further that. That was the it, it, first
2: time that. Any like my, my wife or myself had met Joe, and it was her before me. It, um, That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm
0: still I'm still a favorite, dude. She still likes me better than you. She I
2: actually think. just yeah. texted me from the other room saying "dopey 2023." So no. more to come on that.
0: I don't know. I'll say one thing about dopey, man. I, Not I've done dopey once. It's it's a lot. I mean, it really, is a yeah, lot. Um, Ugh, okay, know, so man. here's
1: the thing. I was actually since I I race chased the marathon. I showed up at the different spots looking for different people and was watching and aspiring again. I'm doing this like, I'm going to sign up for the marathon next year. You know what? Everybody else is doing dopey. I'm going to do dopey. I'm going to do dopey. And then all of a sudden it hit me. What the heck am I thinking? Yeah, I did dopey once. It was, it was a great, you know, and I give everybody who does it multiple times. I give them their kudos. They have my undying respect. I was as as inspired as I was, you know, it was a fleeting moment. Yeah, I'll do, I'm going to still do halves because you know what? I'm lazy like that. But with that said, honestly, I, I just, I don't have time in my life to train for a marathon, yet alone dopey or goofy at this point. So, you know, I somehow, you know, the, uh, the pixie dust was run, was running, uh, was, was running high over the weekend with that. But, you know, I came to my senses and I'm like, okay, yeah, that was a fleeting moment for me. So
0: everybody should do dope. (laughs)
2: Uh, I think we just lost Joe. Everyone should do dopey is the last thing I heard. Dave, are you still there?
1: Actually, yeah, but actually from what I heard was he actually said everyone should do dope.
2: Well, that is not off. a recommendation of the Mickey Dudes podcast. <laughs> this, this is this is
1: true. But that, I mean, you could you couldn't ask for a better blooper on that one. And I
2: you know. I mean, let's just keep talking through it and uh, not it yeah. like not say that we should do the like that is not an official recommendation of the Mickey Dudes podcast. No.
1: No, it's not. But uh, com- send all complaints to uh, Joe Quattrochi. Joe Quatt,
2: I believe, is uh, what he is yeah. on social media. Um, yes. If you want yeah. his phone number, it's 1 800. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 was it one eight 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 four 888 WDW Dine? 1 800 WDW Dine is the phone number for Joe Quattrochi.
1: You can also find him at the Resort Loop podcast <laughs> and the Disney Dads podcast. But, uh, Chuck, shall we try to get Joe back on the line? And uh,
2: Yeah, we can absolutely this, do continue that. Continue
1: this. It's gone off the rails. But as, as you try to get Joe back on the line, I will give our uh, introduction because, you know, the show must go on. And sometimes technical difficulty needs to be dealt with. Sound good?
0: the first buses leave the resorts at two 30. So, and it's not like you go, you're, when you're doing dopey, it's like a being in a business trip. And that's the way I treated dopey. You spent a lot of money on dopey. You've done a lot of training and you're there to complete that goal. And if you're traveling from a long way away, it may be hard for you to stay out of the parks at night to watch the fireworks because you got to be in bed by seven, eight o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't be out till nine, ten o'clock till park closing. It's you can, not it's not the smartest move to do. So that's what I'm saying. It's, Dopey, it's you're on a mission when you're doing it. Um, it's it's hard to do it. I've done it once, it was cool. I mean, unless I got like a group of guys they wanted to do it together, maybe I would do it again. But I don't know, man. I was, I was running a half this weekend, I was like, ah, oh, you know, if I had to do the marathon the next day, I'd be like, oh, you know, I don't know about that, but yeah, man, you know, what? I don't want to discourage people. I, Dopey's is great for people to do it. I've done it once, it was fun, but I just like to pick one race now and just kind of go with that. So, but. It's a lot. It's it's, a lot. It's a lot. It's, you know, See, that's, that's, that's the whole point of my soliloquy here is it's a lot. So know what you're signing up for, but there's some people absolutely love it. And uh, they love wake up every morning. And it's a cool thing too, because you know what, when you're in the corrals every morning, um, you you kind of see the same people and you kind of have that camaraderie with them. So that's the one thing I do remember about Dopey. So you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll do it one day again. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking myself into this right now. I don't know. But you know what, <laughs> maybe I should never, maybe I should stop talking because I'll end up signing up for it for next year. N-
1: never, say, never say never, Joe. You know, who who knows who knows what's uh, coming down the pike. So you know, just just be open to the experiences that get thrown at you. You know, a Absolutely. little faith, trust in pix- pixie dust, and copious amounts of training. I can't stress that enough when it comes to a run Disney event. You know, have fun with it, but you know, train for it too. Yeah. Right, so Dave, so, so Dave uh, what do you got in the docket for tonight? So, for, so I was actually uh, about to uh, introduce that and hopefully that hope that uh, Chuck was able to get you back online. But uh, since uh, we are we are back on the rails now, I was about to say uh, we really um, a lot of times if you have a re- New Year's re- resolution right at the beginning of the year, it doesn't actually come to fruition. So. We're actually going to make our New Year's resolutions in the middle of January, and these are going to be Disney-related New Year's resolutions. Uh, There's going to be two types of resolutions. We're going to have some for the actual resort, for visiting the resort, some things that we might want to do and so. But we at the Mickey Dudes Podcast also understand that this is um, some times of economic uncertainty, you know, prices are are rising, and people might not necessarily be afford. Might might not. I'm gonna try that again. People might not necessarily uh, be able to afford to take a trip at the moment, so we're gonna try to bring Disney to you by making it a little bit more accessible, and have some out of park Disney related New Year's resolutions. What do I mean by that? Well, I'm gonna start with getting the ball rolling with this one, and. I'm going to make a New Year's resolution Disney style that doesn't really involve the parks, but it does involve having my Disney Plus account. And I know I bust Steven's chops a lot of times about this movie, but I am actually going to uh, resolve to watch Tron at some point during 2022. Now, remember, New Year's resolutions are made to be broken, so maybe this might be the one that, uh, if I break any of them, let me break this one, and I'll keep the other two. But you know, I always busted on Tron, but uh, you know, it's good enough for Disney to bring an IP to the Magic Kingdom for it, and people ra- rave about the uh, Tron light-, light Cycle in Asia, and it's coming to Florida, so you know, there's got to be a reason for that, and uh, the fact that they created an actual uh, attraction based on this movie, it has to have some staying power. So you know what? It's time for me to figure out what I've been missing. Thoughts, gentlemen?
2: Uh, No chance am I going to be watching Tron under any circumstances. See, I love it, It, man. I love that movie, Chuck. I would also like to point out that you're taking a lot of liberty with saying created an attraction based on Tron, as all they've really done is created a construction zone and demolished the
1: um well i was actually i was railroad actually, for right now i was actually referring to the one in asia but okay uh,
2: well that's fair then yeah
1: but I, I see your point too i will concede your point too so but i get that so Joe, what is it about this movie that you like what 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 is the what is the, what so for is me, the wow factor for you i don't song?
0: So, Dave Tron, I mean, listen, it's one of those like classic '80s movies. It was a trendsetter back in the day. Uh, I mean, just the, the computer, gra- the computer effects that they were using back in the day. Uh, it, it, I don't know, listen. I'm not a computer graphics kind of guy, right? But it was like stuff that had never been done before. The storyline is not is is actually pretty interesting uh, about you know Flynn and, and his arcade and. You know, he gets sucked into the machine. And I don't want to give it away, right? But it's it's kind of cool. It's typical 80s, like, early sci-fi. I don't know, man. I just, I really like it. Um You know, Jen's never seen it either, so I want to sit her down in front of it. But it's, you know, I, it's hard to describe, man. I just, it's one of those movies, actually, I do like. Um The sequel wasn't bad either. They've, you know, they've had some spin-offs of it as well. Uh, I think they made some, like, cartoons at one time. I don't know, but... They that the, the remake was the, the sequel wasn't bad as well It was a Tron rem, 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 remaster. I forgot what it was called, but uh, I only saw it once, but it wasn't bad. But the original was great. I have it on DVD. I got the anniversary edition and I'm excited for it. Um, so, yeah, just give
2: it a shot, Dave. It's not that bad. It's pretty good. So Perhaps, I do have one comment that was OK. And then it, that's like I have nothing else to say about Tron. I enjoyed, like you said, Joe, uh, movies about arcades. I enjoyed Wreck It Ralph. That's my comment.
0: Yes, it's (laughs) it's it's a 1984 version.
1: Oh, uh, I was I was gonna say like it. um, Maybe it's maybe it's because this movie came out when I was two years old, so I didn't remember. I didn't remember it, and it just didn't like. It was never like in my wheelhouse. I never even heard of it as a child. I think the first time I ever heard of Tron was on an episode of The Simpsons. So
0: i mean dave you don't remember i mean chuck's a little bit younger than you and i right but do you don't remember seeing the tron arcade game like the coin operated game in the arcades like in the mall and stuff it was everywhere no
1: honestly honestly i don't i i, I remember I, I remember like like the, the the closest i remember to a game like uh that if it was like a light cycle game the only thing i remember with a mo- motorcycle was motocross maniac but anything else, I don't really remember any of those games in the arcades. You know, at least the pizzerias where I was around and everything, it was uh, more of the video games. Those huge, uh, those huge cycle games were not really—they didn't really fit in those pla- in the places I was hanging out. And so, well,
0: I, think I think you should definitely, you should definitely give it a try. There's a reason why Steven and I both like it. Um, you know? Well,
1: I plan to. That's why it's on my. That's on my resolution list. Outstanding and all that so let's go to you then what's another resolution that you have
0: so mine kind of piggybacks off yours dave you know with the avengers uh with the guardians of the galaxy excuse me uh cosmic rewind coming on board uh i want to understand what i'm actually looking at so and it's kind of happened with the rise of the resistance right I watched you guys know it's been documented a couple of years ago when I like watched a lot of the Star Wars movies and we talked about it on the show and we all got a big gig a lot of it I kind of understood a little bit what was going on with it but I kind of lost track of it again and rise of the resistance and a whole new trilogy the new Disney Star Wars trilogy I don't follow it I don't get it so when I'm in the attraction I have no idea what the story is like when I'm in o- I finally got to visit Ogus Cantina for the first time uh, over marathon weekend I it. It was cool, but I didn't understand it because I don't watch the movie. So like people that were really geeked out saying, oh, my God, this is like an exact replica. I never saw the movie, so I have no idea what I'm looking at. So I don't want to experience that for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. So one of my goals is and I was challenged by a bunch of uh, listeners over at the Disney Dads podcast is to try to watch as many Marvel movies as possible as I can before this thing opens. So I've got the list uh, of what movies I should watch in what order. And, uh, so my goal, and I still have my Disney plus subscription. I know I used to talk about, about it last year, about canceling it. And I was kind of like not happy with it. Well, I've kind of kept it now because I have ESPN plus. So I just, it's just easier just to keep it in Hulu. So it's just easier to keep it all now. So since I have the Disney plus subscription still. I'm gonna try to start watching as many more of the Marvel movies as possible. So when I get to that point in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I can actually know what I'm actually looking at and I actually can enjoy it. So like you, Dave, when Tron opens, which will probably be next year, I'm saying probably next fiscal year. Um, That's what I personally think. Uh, When the Tron will open, at least you will know and understand the light cycle scene, uh, what you're experiencing. So you understand, Dave, with Tron, that whole ride is based off of like one scene, that's it. So that's that's the funny part of
1: it. I have a question for you then. Sure. So you know, on, on Disney Plus, for instance, they have there's a section on there where it actually they have they list the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe in timeline order. Are you following the timeline order up to and? Once you get to Guardians 2, are you going to stop? Or are you going to continue and see it all the way through to all of the new uh, shows like Wandavision and Hawkeye and what No, if. no,
0: no, I'm, I'm not. No, if, if those are if those are actual movies that I'm supposed to watch, then I will, I will, I will do that. But if it's, I have, the, I have the list, uh, I have the list here, and just, I'm not going to read them So this is the, just listen, this is the the list i was supposed to watch it. Captain America, Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Thor, Hulk. Avengers, Iron Man 3, Thor, The Dark World, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Avengers, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, Captain America, Civil War, Black Panther, Spider-Man, Ant-Man vs. the Wasp, Doctor Strange, Thor, Ragnarok, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame. That's the order I was
1: given to watch. Yes, that that is the correct order. But then, right after Endgame, the, the Loki series takes place after that, which gives rise to the What If series. Well, I mean, let me talk about. Then about, comes Wandavision.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. Listen, if I can get through this, like I, I don't know if I'm if I'm real into uh, it, so then I guess. But I don't know. Honestly,
1: we'll once you get to that, because I'll, I'll be I'll be honest with you, Joe. Like I
0: actually thirty movies I, I gotta
1: watch. Well, no, you know what? It's worth it because I, what you're talking about, I did this. I did this over COVID. I took the time to do all of this and uh, it's actually, you get you get emotionally invested. I got so, I actually just finished the Marvel Cinematic Universe about three weeks ago and I'm going into withdrawal. So I actually went back to Netflix and started doing the shows that were, were that are in the MCU, but were parallel. So I started doing uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, I'm actually on Luke Cage now. And I had never watched those shows. I had gotten I had thrown myself so much into the Marvel MCU that it's like an addiction for me now and I did the same thing with Star Wars going through with all of the series the series are so well done and they are so riveting if by the time you go through those movies you'll get into those you'll you'll be so attached to those characters that you'll actually want to actually watch the series and you will really get into it so and also, if you're gonna be adding that in, make sure you add uh, Black Widow into there. Shang-Chi and the, and the, and the uh, Legend see, of the d- Ten Rings comes comes after, but it was it was an amazing movie too. It's definitely something worth, uh, Chuck worth looking me. into. See, see, he's losing me, he's losing me. Now.
2: I got lost when you said Marvel, and then when you said Guardians of the Galaxy, you didn't want to be confused, so for some reason you now need to watch Spider-Man?
1: No, it's 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 totally worth it, and I'm sure. I know, enjoyed the soundtrack you know, our, from
2: Guardians I, of the Galaxy. That's my I comment today.
1: I I will tell you right now, um, one person who I know was totally have have my back because this was the this was one of the people that 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 ended up getting me to do it is our good friend Florence Porter.
0: And she you know, loves so that she, stuff, Florence.
1: Yes, she. You know she was uh, very instrumental well not just instrumental in me moving to uh F- florida but she also was instrumental in me putting in the time to really throw myself into Mar- the marvel mcu and again anytime Florence gives me advice i've i've learned to uh I- i've learned to listen to it and not question it and every time i follow her advice things actually work out very well so you know
0: just that little tidbit of information. Uh, That's what I'm doing, Dave. So, yeah, Chuck, what do you got, man?
2: Well, I resolve to not watch a single Marvel movie other than Guardians of the Galaxy for the soundtrack. Um, I'm also not going to watch Tron because... eh. Uh, But what I do want to do within the next year is... Spend some more time looking into some of the older things on Disney Plus. Now when I say older things, I don't mean something that I've already watched a million times before. Like all of the Davy Crockett series. But some of those older, like history of Disney, the old Wonderful World of Disney specials that they had. Um I I want to watch at least one of those a month. I, I I don't think I can watch the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe or whatever because there's now 900 movies and somehow they are all intertwined what you know, not me not my thing but some of that historical disney like the old animated classics the old live action classics um the Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea that i you know i've seen bits and pieces of but never really sat down and watched that's what i want to do i want to make my way through that cata- catalog um within this year to see what i've missed now the hardest part about it is not going to be completing it. It's going to be completing it with today's knowledge of, wow, those graphics are terrible or, or something along that lines, because it is such a different time and place in society and in technology.
1: Okay. Chuck. Yeah. I do have one question. Are we talking like like uh, Swiss Family Robinson, yep. Davy Crockett? 20, well, not now, Davy Crockett. Talking- Okay. Are the, we talking like, are we talking Polly and uh, parent? Trap yeah. Two? Yeah, or sure. All of it. Yeah. All those. Okay. Just double check. The okay.
2: only reason it's not Davy Crockett is because I have seen those so many times. I, I could probably recite 90% of the lines.
1: Okay. I actually, I actually uh, have had a similar experience because I had never seen Swiss family Robinson. So I actually made myself watch it because I love the tree house and I really enjoyed it.
2: I enjoy The Treehouse. That's my response to that.
1: You actually, have you seen Swiss Family Robinson?
2: Mm, I've seen Gilligan's Island.
1: Would you watch Swiss Family Robinson?
2: I'm going to, yeah. It's part of the resolution.
1: Gotcha, okay. Well, I didn't know if that one was actually added into it, but yeah, I actually, I didn't think when I was younger it would appeal to me and I was like curious as an adult and I really, I, I, I I was generally entertained with it.
2: Okay. Well, that's what I'm, I'm planning on doing. And I would like to do just to expand that knowledge base a little bit more. Okay. Joe, any thoughts? No, I think you pretty much summed it up there, Chuck. (laughs) Short and sweet.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, like, yeah I mean like the older stuff I think it's cool um I agree with you uh once a month would be good just to kind of like touch base with some of the older material uh I've never seen I don't I, mean, I think I have seen Swiss Family Rock right? it's been a really long time though like a really long time so I guess it'd be like watching it for the first time so I don't know but yeah. I think it's cool that I think it's cool you want to watch some of the older stuff I think we're kind of getting away from the older original Disney stuff and everybody's just thinking like current like Marvel Star Wars like Pixar and it's like there's a whole other catalog that like is still out there. That's like what everything was
2: based on. So I think it's kind of cool. You want to go back and revisit some of the older stuff. Well, it's also unique, and it's not remakes of remakes of remakes. It's the originals. True. That's, that's a good point.
0: Not everything has a happy ending in those either, too. So
2: I am aware that Old Yeller um, <clears throat> meets his maker.
0: This is Bambi's mom, and
2: right, yeah.
1: Is Shiloh a Disney film? Is what? Shiloh about the beagle.
2: Mm, I don't know. What about Wishbone? Does Disney own that now? I. No, that was a PBS, PBS thing.
1: But he's just so adorable. But he's just so adorable.
2: That's how I I know about the Red Badge of Courage.
1: Don't get me started on that one.
2: I am all over the place today in this show. By the way.
1: I tried to read that book so many times in in uh, in school, and, and anytime I was I was um, assigned it, I never got through reading. I never got through the first chapter. It's one, even as an English teacher today, I've tried to actually read that book, and it just I lose interest right from the beginning, and it just it just vexes me. But we're, we're, uh, we're getting off track. So I'm going to actually go back to another one of my resolutions. And this is actually going to be another one that's accessible to people that uh, are not uh, able to actually make it to, to uh, Disney property. But I'm actually going to go to the Disney food blog and try to find a couple of uh, recipes for stuff that uh, is on the Disney property. So sometimes they'll share some of the recipes. And I'm gonna try to emulate a couple of the uh, well-known Disney uh, Disney dishes in my own home, and maybe ha- maybe ha- invite some friends over for a game night. Joseph, if you want to if you want to travel uh, from Daytona for one of these things, you know you're more than welcome. I have done I have done Tonga toast at home. I used to make that uh, for my family on Christmas morning, and I have done that a couple times for friends and everything. But I think I'm just gonna try to. Uh, Get a little creative, maybe see if I can make my own dole whip or something like that, and just and just see how close I can get to replicating something like maybe like the uh, cheddar cheese soup over at La Cellier or, or something else okay. iconic like that.
2: I support. I actually fully support this. I, I mean, I, I I've done some of the things, um, and, and then you know when Menchie's was still in the market, we had they had uh, the dole whip. But if you want, like making that cheddar cheese soup, making some of those like food and wine dishes, um, or not even necessarily food and wine, I fully support it. I've done the pog juice, which is you know super difficult, one to one to one parts of juice. Um, I I think making that food would be a a good idea for this type of activity.
1: My understanding of this, the cheddar cheese soup, is it is very hard to make. You have to get it to. Uh, some of the ingredients have to be at a certain temperature and if they if it's too low it won't set if it gets too much it'll burn so that one is actually like pure gourmet cooking and you know you almost have to have like a gastronomic science lab to be able to make that one to make it right so that one might be a little too ambitious but you know you know live and learn
0: if David you could pull off the blue milk I'll be severely impressed
1: that's plant-based, right? I I've
0: guess. made I chunky milk. Now it's about the sea, on legitimately. <laughs> if you can pull off the blue milk, that'd be
1: awesome. You know, I, for, I, I forget that stuff even exists. Well, might as well... If, if, if there's a recipe for it, you know?
0: Well, when I, it, Og- when I went to Ogre's, that's what I ordered. I ordered the Blue Bantha. And, uh, which, I think my buddy was disappointed that's all I ordered, but I was like, oh, that's
2: what I want.
0: I was <laughs> like... It's ten thirty in the morning. I don't feel like having vodka right now.
2: It's so, not an airport. Like, There's actually rules here.
0: Dude, they, little, this they kick, yeah they kicked us out right at forty five minutes. But we but it was it was just enough time
1: though. So. Oh, well. All right. Well, um, how about we go to Chuck again this time? We'll change around the uh, we'll change around the order.
2: All right. So what I'm, so I I one? have two resolutions that I'm gonna kind of sneak into one because we're 35 minutes into the show um i am going to both slow down a little bit more in the parks and be try to be less negative about some of the news that comes out though it's very difficult right now um 2021 was kind of a long year um so you know Given the opportunity to go back this year, which we may or may not be doing in June, um, I'm going to take that time and I'm going to actually slow down. It doesn't need to be go from attraction to attraction and shop to shop. It Just sit by the fountain, sit by the courtyards or, or go to hotels and enjoy the ambiance more and focus less on the things that have been taken away, which right now, let's be honest, is a lot of things, and focus more on what we do have, and that's the atmosphere. Um, Because as much as the atmosphere, you know, you have to pay to get in the park, you don't pay for the atmosphere. And that's a lot of what Disney is and why we all enjoy it so much isn't so much because of, you know, the Peter Pan, which is a terrible attraction anyways, um, but it's the atmosphere of the park. So just taking more time to enjoy that and focus less on the negative.
1: Well, life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. And you know, I fully support that. As we were saying before on this show, we we're like, we got to have a couple positive shows out there. Cause we have had a couple of shows with some negative tinges in the past couple of weeks. I'm like, we're going to get that reputation of being those guys that constantly, constantly complain. And you know, I totally, fullheartedly support you on this because I found myself constantly complaining, and you know life's too short. So I'd rather actually just uh, enjoy the good things that I that I still find, and you know, find the reason to smile because after all, it's still Disney. Joe, do you want to add anything else to this?
0: No, I definitely agree, Dave, and that's one of the things that's. I'm gonna roll that into to my next one is, and mine's a park-based one, is, look, I'm not happy about Genie Plus. I think it's look, it's. I think it's terrible for annual pass holders. It's terrible for, especially terrible for locals. We used to kind of pop in and, you know, take a couple fast passes, kind of like, make a nice, like, half day out of it. You know, it was great. Genie Plus kind of ruins. It does. It really, it ruins it. I've experienced it this weekend, but I've got to turn that negative into a positive, and instead of, like, just being attraction, 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 just like Chuck said, like, just you know, being focused on like, got to get the next like lightning lane or got the next like, you know, lightning lane, uh, genie plus reservation. Maybe stop and take in more of like the shows. Like, for example, like I heard on one of the other podcasts, um, uh, actually, it was it Lentest, Lentest's podcast talking about impressions to France? And Dave, I know you're a big, you know, you lived in France for the summer. I understand that, but like they have that show, like only a couple showings at night now, and it's like an amazing amazing film it's like how many years old right they still kind of show it it's like maybe i don't dude i don't remember seeing that it's been so many years since i've seen that film right so maybe take that film and take in the new china film over in the china pavilion you know take in hall of presidents again take it you know take a walk through the swiss family treehouse we just talked about that things that like people just blow by you know now that genie plus is like you get frustrated with it, right? You sit in a standby line, it's long it's queued up longer than it should be. You know what? Go to those smaller attractions that don't get the attention. You can pop in and out of you can sit down, you can enjoy it. Um you know, Walt Disney presents over at the studios. Uh, you know, things like that, you know, taking those kind of attractions. So that's my goal with Jen. Maybe kind of do some of the things we haven't done in a long time and not be so caught up in all the genie plus, you know, hype you know, and still enjoy the stuff that's in the parks, you know, uh, you know, take a ride to people mover. I mean, that's not really something that's, you know, that's pretty popular, but things like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm looking forward to. You know, even we've done this a couple of times in the studios, Dave and Chuck is, and I'm sorry, in the studios, in, uh, Animal Kingdom is, you know, it's a giant zoo, right? It really is. It's not just the safari. So, like, go off on the side little path, see, like, the signage they have there. Stop, look at the little exhibits, see where the animals are, you know what I'm saying? Like, Kind of taking that kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like because may I what? piggyback what? Back on that? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, go ahead, Dave. Because I think you know it's, it probably has to do with this. So go ahead, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So a lot of people would be really surprised, and people do not realize that uh, animal kingdom has three kangaroos, and oh, didn't, they're actually I didn't know that. Yeah, they're actually they actually live by the tree of life. And they're off on the side. Their enclosure is off on the side because they're more private. They're private creatures and everything. And they kind of prefer like a little bit of shade and everything. And they kind of, you know, sometimes they come out around the people. Sometimes they're a little bit more. Sh- they're a little shyer.
2: Wait, and hang on question. Are you describing me or an animal?
1: No, I'm actually described. I'm actually describing the the kangaroos at the uh, at um at, uh, hmm. at deck. You know? I have more As in common with kangaroos fact, than I knew. Yeah. As a matter of fact, even even my friend who worked there, who actually was uh, was was servicing, uh, you know, he worked in he worked in a in a in a job that serviced the entire park for different for different reasons in a safety capacity. And he actually had to go to the building once that house, house the kangaroos. And he was shocked to even realize working there all those years like we have kangaroos here. He had absolutely no idea. And then he came back and told us and told us where they were. And we didn't believe him. And sure enough, I went on one of those little Discovery Island paths. And sure enough, there's kangaroos there. So most people miss those kangaroos. And, And I think they're three brothers that they have. And they're just really fascinating to watch. So, yeah, definitely by just taking in, like, you know, just stopping for a little while and everything, you know. You'll 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 discover treasures in Disney that you never knew were there.
2: Like the crepe place that you were at yesterday. Um, That looked delicious. Yeah.
1: yeah. OK, so I, I'll actually I'll actually uh, if you want me to go to that story. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that'd be a good way to wrap it up. The...
2: Unless if Joe has anything else to add about. No, his. Well, no, I think yeah. that would, that's a perfect segue. All
1: right. Perfect. Well, for well, uh, so yeah, so yesterday I, I had some friends in for marathon weekend, so we had met up in uh, we had met up in uh, the parks, and we, we were in Epcot, and we're trying to we figured you know we would just wing it that day and see you know last minute if there was something available to uh, to uh, for for a reservation, and we were in line for Remy and I'm like okay well let's just let's just see what's open and just figure out from here where to go to eat for dinner, and. The crepe place uh, in front, the new crepe restaurant was open. Now, I was even shocked to see this come up on the uh, My Disney Experience because I had only thought that it, the building was just a quick service crepe location. I had no idea that this was actually uh, a table service restaurant that was attached to it. So I'm like, oh, wow, what's this? And I just, uh, you know, I'm like, we're right around the corner. Let's go over here. And I, I... For the first time, I was stumped by Disney. I had no idea that this place, this restaurant actually existed as a table service restaurant, and the food was absolutely delicious. It was a prefix meal that you got one savory crepe, uh, one, uh, one dessert crepe, and a glass of um, hard cider or uh, a soft drink of your choice, and... It was it was really it, it was really tasty. It's it was it was a surprise. It was a surprise hit that I wasn't expecting, and it just kind of just made me think. You know, yeah, this is this is the pixie dust that I was looking for. Yeah, I, I've I've passed this building so many times. I've seen the quick service location. I just assumed that I just assumed that the the spot that I was passing by was like this their uh, large large kitchen. And it actually ends up being a full dining room in there too. And it's de- I don't remember the name of the place now, but you know, the new crepe restaurant uh, next to uh, next to Red- Remy's Ratatouille Adventure definitely worth trying. You know, it was it was the surprise hit of the night. On there,
2: what did you get? What uh, type of crepe?
1: So I got. Um... The crepe I had it was it, uh, so uh, it was a buckwheat crepe uh, filled with uh, walnuts, spinach, and goat cheese as my uh, as my entree, and then the, the uh, dessert crepe was called the Melba. It was uh, sliced peaches and a berry compote uh, smattered with almonds and raspberry sauce.
0: Oh, that's, that one that one sounds good. Oh, you know, was, crepes was, are a low delicious.
2: key, high end snack or meal. As yeah. the case maybe. Like everyone's like, oh, have you ever met a person? Hey, do you want to get a crepe? No, everyone likes crepes. No, I.
1: You know, you know, li- living in France for uh, the summer of 2012, that was one of the experiences I take because it's it's like, you know, you don't have the hot dog stand on the corner, you have the crepe stand. And that was the thing that kind of that was that was something I've always taken from my French experience and everything. And I just I anytime I see a crepe restaurant, I always I always jump at a chance to uh, get one for that reason. Brooklyn, the 18th Avenue Festival, everybody, everybody was always going for sausage and peppers. I was going for my crepes. Oh, no. So, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of extra pixie dust. And actually, when we're talking about pixie dust, that is going to be my final resolution, and this is going to be my in resort slash park resolution, and that is to make more magic for guests and just random magic. Uh, I used to I used to love when we had the paper fast pass system. You know, if I couldn't fi- if I couldn't use a fast pass and I had a couple of them on the way out. You know i would find somebody and just say hey can you use these i'm leaving and everything would you like these and just giving somebody a random fast pass and you know you had you know maybe you had a maybe you had a family of three and you know you had three fast passes to a certain ride and you gave it to them and you you watched the child's eyes light up and everything you know that was always something i always enjoyed being able to make magic for uh, other guests around me just you know just like a little random act of kindness just you know And sometimes, you know, when you're in Disney, you know, magic is made for you, too. So, you know, sometimes it was just a nice way to pay it forward. So I'm thinking now of creative ways that I can make some magic for others. So I'm thinking maybe what I'll do is uh, like at Frontierland Shooting Gallery, for instance, maybe I'll leave a whole bunch of quarters uh, on the dash for somebody to find and be able to play the game. Uh, maybe I'll load up, maybe I'll load up a press penny machine here and there for a kid to find and just push in and all of a sudden make his own, make his or her own press penny. Or make the penny myself and then kind of just leave it on a park bench with a little note saying you found me and enjoy the souvenir and do something nice for somebody else. Just something to create a little bit of, uh a little bit of happiness something just something just random to make somebody smile you know maybe on main street pay for a balloon and ask the cast member hey, you see a you see a kid that uh, you see a kid uh, random just give it to them and just tell the parents somebody paid for it and you know just tell them to have a nice day or something like that you know i i half the time when i do that i don't even stay stay around to see it happen i just walk away and just uh, hope that magic is being made
0: Hey, Dave, I got a good one for you, and it's not it doesn't even cost you any money, but as somebody okay. who traveled alone this weekend, you know, Jen didn't go. She didn't feel good this weekend, so she stayed home. I was there with my buddy Justin, whatever, but I wasn't with him all the time. You know, Dave, if you're walking around, you see a family, and there's always that person who's, like, they're taking, like, a weird selfie or, like, the one person that's not in the in the, the picture. Offer to take, oh, would you like me to get in the picture? I'm going to take your photo. That, like, does so much for somebody. Just like Oh, by, yeah. You know what I'm saying like when I was trying to get like my photos at the expo and I'm like taking selfies but somebody's like do you want to take that photos like, oh my god yes please that just makes you so happy to actually get like a decent photo and it doesn't yeah. really cost you anything it's just like it's like hey I'm not gonna steal your phone but it's like oh yeah would you like to be in a photo I'll take your picture you know like just something like that little little gestures like that yeah you know? just to to be a little little kind in the parks you know, hold the door open for somebody you know smile Even and sometimes- say thank you you know even like telling a somebody
1: way. a happy saying telling somebody a happy birthday who's wearing a button
0: yeah that's and true that
1: people get happy with that too and you know, they get excited it, with that
0: it's it, it, it's it's little things you know if you're driving yeah. out property and somebody honks from behind you don't give them the finger just just smile and wave and just continue on your way let's all be happy you know what I'm saying and do it do
1: the good thing so this this is true so <laughs> yeah so Hopefully, another one that I might do spending a, you know, if it is, you know, this one costs a little bit more money, but maybe put a couple, maybe $5 or something on a, on a game card in one of the arcades and just let a kid find it that way. Little things like that, you know, um, I, the, the possibilities are endless. So hopefully, you know, make some more magic, not as a, you know, as a non-cast member. Make some magic for my fellow guest. And you know what? And by by an extension of that, make a little magic for a cast member. If a cast member is does something that makes you smile, you know, or they're doing a good job, stop at guest relations and, you know, put in a good word for them because that goes into their file and everything. And later on, you know, that could, you know, when they're going for promotions or switching different roles and everything, those things actually count towards, uh, you know, Towards their record and all that, so you know, maybe even do something like that. And with that, Joseph, what is your what is your last resolution?
0: No, uh, that that's what I that's all I got, Dave. I mean, I think just uh, you know, taking in some of those smaller attractions and uh, you know, kind of catching up with some of the Disney Plus movies. So I kind of understand some of these newer. You know, attractions that are coming to the parks. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of a little bit behind right now. So I need to, I need Is to get there going a restaurant
1: that you might want to try that hasn't, like, that you haven't been to yet or something like that? Or I,
0: I, honestly, that, not to sound snooty, I would love to take Jenna Victoria Alberts. I went there when I was oh, like, okay. t- I went there when I was 10 years old, dude. And
1: why not? Like, hey,
0: You know, we, we, were on the, we, we were on the grand plan at the time. We were with all the cousins and it was, it was included. And uh, I didn't know, it was 10. I didn't know what I was eating you know what i'm saying and and i didn't appreciate you know culinary excellence at the time and if there was a restaurant i would love to
1: love to take her at victorian yeah. albert's but
0: right now i mean it's i don't know if it's in the cards but we'll we'll see it's, one day it's,
1: it's not open yet but when it I, does I, open I, you know why
0: not i will say one more thing david and, and this will be my last one we'll close out the show is sure. uh i you know i don't think it's open yet but i may want to try to run wine and dine this year okay I don't know why. I usually have something going on that weekend, but I may try to run Wine and Dine this year. For some reason, I just want to run a different course. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that may be one of the things I may try to do as well is try to run as my New Year's resolution is to run a different run Disney. Even though I love the you know, Marathon Weekend, we just talked about, it's my favorite weekend of the year. Maybe try to do a different one. So maybe I'll try to get into Wine and Dine. I don't, think it, I don't know if it's opened yet or not. I have to look.
1: But. No, I don't think it opens until sometime in sometime. In the summer, so I think, yeah. So I think you have a little time for that. Uh, And Chuck, what's your last one? I know you kind of threw two of them. Yeah, I threw two in on
2: the last one. So on this one, I'm going to resolve to not talk about Bruno. Um, and I think I've actually made this resolution before. And I got to be quiet so no one else in the house hears me. But maybe. Just maybe I'll think about signing up for a run Disney race. Maybe. Hey, dirt. Maybe.
1: As long as you just don't think about it, laugh about it, and forget about it.
2: Well, Actually I mean I said I'd think it. about it. I didn't say I would do it.
1: I love how you I love how the tone of the voice just goes lower and lower for that one.
2: Well, you know. Let's wrap up the show, Dave.
1: One of us. One of us. All right. And with that said, let's tell everybody where we can be found on the various interwebs. Joseph, where can you be found?
0: Ah, uh, Twitter, Instagram I'm at Joe Quat. I'm on Facebook at Quat Joe. I'm um, also over at the Disney Dads podcast. I'm over there regularly, and also at the ResortLoop.com DVC Roundtable Show. It's a monthly show. Uh, still doing that over there. It's a lot of fun with Tim Scott and all the crew over there. So
2: yeah, you can find me over there as well.
1: All right, and Chuck, where can you be found?
2: I can be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the chat.
1: Okay, and you can find the Mickey dudes over at the Mickey dudes podcast on Instagram at the Mickey dudes on Twitter. And we also have a Facebook page that we um, use constantly. And you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at figments reality and on Facebook at Dave Koch. Well, gentlemen, it's always been a pleasure. Hopefully these are new year's resolutions that we can actually keep, you know, that would involve me watching Tron, but you know what? I'm gonna trust Joe, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go in for the adventure and just uh, see what I've been missing all these years. So, you know, um,
0: you call me when it's done. We'll discuss.
1: All right, perfect. You know, I'll even do do one better. If I like it, I'll I'll go for the I'll, I'll go for the sequel, and maybe I'll even watch some of the cartoons. Who knows? When I when I go full in, I you know I I make a full commitment. I I, I go I go all in. So. This might be my new obsession after I finish uh, the sub Marvel, the Marvel television universe. Who knows? So, with that, everybody, may your year be magical. And remember, fate, trust, and pixie dust. Have a nice week.
2: Go, Bills. See you guys.